0: Well,
1: welcome everyone. Hope everyone is having a great week. The sustainable success way. This is our first show of the year. Again, we had a show on New Year's Eve day. Uh, hard to believe that we've never done that before, but we are going to start off this new year in a, in a spectacular way. We have two super guests that we're going to be introducing to you. We do want to uh, welcome those that are new to sustainable success that you found us here on the Voice American Influencers channel. You could also find us uh, also on uh, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and also our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. We'd love to hear from you. We've had many great guests over the years sharing their insights and wisdom to help you scale your businesses, personal lives to the next level. Feel free to stop by and share your comments and anything we can do to help you. Uh, Today's show is being brought to you by Alumni Direct. And this is an organization that is redefining the lifetime value promised to create from traditional college experiences. These are people that bring together alumni from all walks of life, whether if it's universities, colleges, it could be fraternities, sororities, past businesses that you worked in, a meaningful way to get together and grow and forge better relationships that could lead to future jobs, as well as business partnerships. Check them out at myalumni.com. Direct.com. That's my alumni. Direct.com. Today, we're going to be talking about Ask the Bridge from Your Dreams to Your Destiny. And again, this is such an important area because a lot of people don't ask enough. And you're going to be t- hearing from two experts. And I'm not saying just two experts, but two people you've definitely heard of. And before I introduce them, I'm going to give a brief bio about them. Our first guest is Mark Victor Hansen, and he is probably best known as the co-author for the Chicken Soup for the Soul book series and brand setting world records in book sales with over 500 million books sold. Mark has worked his way into the worldwide spotlight as a sought-after keynote speaker and entrepreneurial marketing maven, creating a stream of successful people who have treated created massive success for themselves through his unique teachings and wisdom. With his endearing, charismatic style, he captures audiences' attention as well as their hearts. Mark has spoken over to 6,000 audiences worldwide with his one-of-a-kind technique and masterful authority of his work, time, and again, he continues to receive high accolades from his audiences as one of the most dynamic and compelling speakers and leaders of our time. Also with us is his wife, Crystal Dwyer Hansen, She is an international speaker, researcher, corporate consultant, author, and entrepreneur. Her expertise in the field of human potential. Through her years spent as a transformational life coach and wellness nutrition expert, she has seen people experience profound and lasting transformation in relationships, career, health, and wellness by tapping into their own inner resources. Having personally guided people from seemingly impossible states of depression, anxiety and hopelessness to triumph freedom and happiness. It is what drives her conviction to all people to have unlimited potential for greatness if they only understand how to access these resources. And without further ado, we welcome Mark and
2: Crystal to the show. How are you doing today?
3: Hey, thanks, Chris. So happy to be here with you today.
2: Delighted to launch a new year and influence people because Solomon said the goal of life is to be an influencer of influencers in Psalm 72.
1: Oh, that's perfect. It is. And, and this has been an interesting uh, time that we went through and still going through it in a way here in 2020. And as we, you know, we started this new year, there's been so many things happening So, before we get into some of the things that you discuss in your your award-winning book here, Ask the Bridge from Your Dreams to to Your Destiny, just wanted to hear from both of you, what, you know, what is your outlook for 2021? Where do you see things heading and what should people aspire to look for for themselves personally and in their businesses?
2: Well, first of all, for the business, I'm a lifelong entrepreneur. An entrepreneur finds a problem, fixes it, scales it. And makes a substantial profit because you know the, the the big guy only got uptight when the fig tree didn't fig. So you got a fig, and I suggest to you that there are seven businesses that are going to do fifty, not billion but trillion with a T in America, and we're going to refinance and refund America. Heaviest into technology, we're going to take trash into cash. We're going to make water out of air. We're going to. We own a company called Natural Power Concepts. It's just got you know seven hundred twenty million dollar contract at a business. We're doing pop-up urban wind, which has never been done before because we're calling it upside-down wind oil well. So, it's uh, we're going into the most exciting time ever if you're awake, if you're alive, and most importantly, the reason we wrote this book is you know how to ask because people don't get what they deserve. They get what they ask for. That's so true. So true. Mark, and and I loved what you said about, and I'd like to hear
1: Crystal's view right next, but what you had said was so spot on that a lot of times people look at these difficult challenging times and continue to kind of dwell more into the challenge and the problem but, and yet not see the abundance and the opportunities that are disguised in those challenges and and this is i mean you think about it a lot of great companies were born during difficult times so uh, you you really hit it on out of the park there on that one. Crystal what's up what's your view on for 2021?
3: Well, I just wanted to add to that, you know, the danger of, of getting allowing ourselves to get super upset with things that are going on politically is that it can, you know, some people are losing hope, um, they get into a really negative mindset, and, and that doesn't help anything or anyone. And so we need to be able to, at some point, separate ourselves from what's going on politically and understand that the most we control we have in this world is over our own lives, So, you know, vote your beliefs, do what you can, support your candidate. But at the end of the day, you know, your candidate may not win, may win. Um, We're still Americans. Um, We have a good system of government that's very balanced. You have a lot of people on both sides coming together, you know, in different chambers. It's all gonna be okay. No one's, you know, we're not going to fail as a country. We never have, and we never will. So we need to move past all of this now. And really focus on ourselves because this is where your power is. you know you need to start asking yourself you know in the beginning of this year what what can I do to make a bit the biggest difference in my own life in my family's life in my communities you know in my community, there's so much we can do that can be such a benefit to to ourselves and to everyone around us and that's where our true power lies. So I'm just really encouraging everybody to, you know take a deep breath realize it's all going to be great it's all going to be okay these are challenges we're getting stronger and better no matter what as we get through all these intense discussions politically and now we need to go forward and just be our our best individually
1: wow i love that you know you talk about instead of looking outside to some you know to somewhere somewhere else to go within and really own our our role our duty our responsibility and control what we can and let go of the rest because we can't control what we can't control. And and I think that's where struggle and frustration, angst, anger, and when people get caught up in that, you know, there's always going to be challenges. It's part of life.
3: <laughs> always, always. And if you choose to sort of follow that train of like hopelessness and anger and upsetness and worry and concern that it's all going to slip away, then you will manifest that in your own personal life. I mean, the power of your mind is, is incredible. And when you start to imagine the worst for your world, yourself, your country, your life, you're going to start manifesting that just in your own personal life. So make this life that God's given you start asking yourself today. And that's why Mark and I wrote this book, because like you said, it's not just political challenges. We're going to have challenges our entire lives. You know, life is a journey and it's not a straight and narrow road. It's, it winds it, weaves, it takes us down harrowing, you know, ravines. And so we need to be prepared. And when Mark and I wrote the book Ask, you know, we we realized that it was the one thing, the one thing that was keeping people from being their best, you know, because we'd see these incredible people who were like so talented, so amazing, so capable of, you know, running a city or being a CEO, but they're barely surviving and they're miserable. And we thought, what is it, if we drill down, what is that thing that's missing that they aren't able to overcome these challenges? Mm-hmm. And we realize it's the the ability to ask, to ask your yeah. way forward because asking reveals everything. Asking is the only mechanism that has the ability to reveal what is hidden from you.
1: That's so true. Mm-hmm. I, would it be safe to say, like, you know, sometimes, like, it when, instead of, you know, somebody being right, it's better that we ask a question, right? You know, this is how we, we get ahead and how we learn. Mark, do you want to expand on, you know, more on asking the power of asking and from either a business, a
2: life perspective, both? I want to do that plus go back to your first question to me. But yeah. what we're teaching in our book, Ask, the bridge from your dreams, your destiny is ask yourself, ask others, and ask God. So, it's a triangle of asking. And, and you know, and, and you said about going through rough times in 1898, America was in its first depression. And the four things that came out of it is, first of all, a little guy named Henry Ford figured out how to make, you know, automation work and then mass production, mass distribution. But most importantly, as you and I are teachers of uh, mass marketing, that never existed before Henry Ford. Most people don't give him full credit. Second thing that exists, a little guy and says, oh, my gosh, look at all these cool things we can do. We're locked down, but look at what we could do. And he creates not only motion pictures, but it creates a thing called electricity, which has obviously changed the world and made for internet and everything else a longer term. Uh, next guy, are, uh, two guys, actually, they're little guys that are working in a bicycle shop full time, but their part-time occupation is we got to be able to fly and they break all our bones in their body. And then... One says the other, you know, maybe that, uh, I don't know how much, I'm a pilot, but maybe a coefficient of lifted drag isn't right, so they recalculate by one degree, and they fly a kitty on 12 (laughs) feet, made a trillion dollar business. And then obviously Marconi made the little uh, ringy dingy, the telephone, which is now portable and called a a smartphone. So it, it is an exciting thing when you learn how to ask. Those guys learn how to ask themselves. They didn't let the politics get down. They didn't let the the government get down. They didn't let the economy being in the depression get them down. And that's what all of us got to do. What Crystal's saying is so articulately correct. We all got to rise up, but you got to rise up inside. And the only way to rise up is is asking, and, and it gives illumination. It gives inspiration. It gives results. It gives answers. And there's no other animal in the kingdom that has two things that you and I have. One is imagination, and two is the ability to ask.
1: Wow. That's, that's so powerful. So, so when you talk about if we're like, you know, asking is, is always such a difficult thing for people. Like they, they understand the concept, but then they really are not asking enough. They're, you know, people are maybe afraid to say things or they're, you know, they're afraid that, you know, to ask for a promotion or to ask for advice. You know, what are, what are some of the reasons, I mean, I mean, that you feel people don't ask enough?
3: Right. Such a good question, Chris. And we wrote about that specific thing in the book because everyone we studied had real difficulties asking. And we, we talk about the seven roadblocks to asking in their book and they're re- very real and very profound. Um, and, uh, you know, it, we all carry at least probably one of those roadblocks inside of us and we can go through the roadblocks if you like.
1: Yes, please do.
3: All right. Um, so the first one is unworthiness, and that's just that sense that you sort of carry even from your childhood that you're you're not good enough or you don't deserve something, so you hold back and you don't ask. Um, the next one is naivete, and and this is an incredibly important one because um, you know we tell the story in the book about how when my children were very young, I had this Filipino woman come to work for us every day, and she. Would make these delicious dishes from her homeland. And one day she showed up with this orange fruit and cut it up and said, Crystal, try this, it's the best fruit ever. And I tasted and I'm like, This is amazing. What is this, Melda? And she goes, It's a mango. And I go, A mango? Where did you get this? And she goes, I got it at the grocery store. You know, I'm thinking she imported it from some <laughs> place. And I was like, How did I miss that? How did I miss the best fruit in the world? And she goes, you know, she goes, yeah, you can get at the grocery store. And I thought, it made me think that, you know, I'm naive. I missed it because I'm naive. I just simply don't know that that exists for me. And I grew up in Idaho where we have a lot of potatoes, but no mangoes, right? And at this point, I had traveled a lot around the world through Europe and everything, still miss the mangoes, right? I just wasn't aware. So it's interesting because when we um, look at ourselves, we need to ask, What other opportunities am I missing every day? What people am I passing by every day who might be my next best advocate, colleague, friend, or someone who I could help in their lives? And we just don't even bother to ask anything, to inquire, to wonder about this person or this opportunity because we're kind of naive. So it's really about, um, you know, breaking out of your own naivete Um, the next one is doubt. And that's just sort of that gray zone that we exist in. A lot of times where we're like, Oh, you know, I don't think it's going to work out. I doubt they're going to want to help me, you know, go well if I ask someone. So we just, it's a miserable place to live. And we all have probably experienced that a little bit for ourselves. Sometimes that gray zone of doubt. Um, the next one is excuses. And I think we've all seen those people who you go, you know, why don't you just ask or ask me for help or you know, I I can really help you. And they go, no, 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 I I don't need any help. You know, I can do it myself. It's just, they make all these excuses because of their stubborn pride. And probably we've done that too, you know. Um, But getting, letting go of those excuses and just being able to connect with people and reach out to people is so important. Um, The next one we talk about is fear. And that is just Mm. the sheer terror of rejection. It's so many of us suffer from that and i think it comes down to as a life i'm a transformational life coach or a certified hypnotherapist we all have a deep need to be loved and accepted and approved of and i think sometimes that fear comes from like the rejection is like we're losing love somehow or approval and you know that's how it feels but it's not true i mean most of the time if someone you ask someone something for help assistance or whatever and they reject they say they can't do it and they You know, say no, they're not rejecting you. They simply don't have that resource inside of them. It has so much more to do with them than it has to do with you. So, Mm. you know, getting over some of these roadblocks and then the last two are pattern paralysis. And that's just simply, you know, getting stuck in that pattern. We all know those people who are doing the same thing last week, last month and last year, and they'll continue to do it next month, next week and next year and never change anything, never get off that roller coaster, you know, um, never get off the hamster wheel, I should say, because they don't ask, is this working? Should I, how can I get out of this? And the last one is disconnection. And I think for me, that's the saddest one of all, because it's really becoming disconnected from the dreams in your heart. And that's when people get hopeless. And this is what we're trying to light people up today. I can ask my way forward. I can find every solution that I need.
1: Oh, it's powerful. This is great stuff that you're sharing. And I love what you what this book is like. Perfect timing for what's happening. Mark, we have about a minute to, to the break, and I want to expand this, but I just wanted to see if you wanted to close out so we go to break to expand on, you know, Crystal's thoughts there and from your perspective. Just well, a summary.
2: One of us has this innate ability to ask, but what we've discovered, Chris, is that everybody that gets the book, and the only place I to get it anymore thanks to lockdown is Amazon worldwide, <laughs> and we're selling a lot of books, so get two. One for you and whoever your buddy is, it could be your spouse, it could be, you know, a church member, it could be your mastermind partner, it could be your business partner, your associate, your colleague, and go over every question in the book and what it does, it does absolute complete transformation. And we're getting hundreds and hundreds of letters now from people that say, hey, I've never mm-hmm. read a book that changed me so much. And it starts with Crystal wrote a story called the parable, the fable. Of, <clears throat> sorry, I'm choking up here. I'm so excited about it. fable of Michaela, which <laughs> which is the first time ever anyone's ever started a book with a parable. We're told and it's the longest parable. ever and probably get us a Guinness Book of Records. <laughs> I, I've got three, but this is the first. Well, this is great. Well, we got to go to
1: break, but we got more to come from uh, Mark and Crystal here again. We're talking about uh, Ask, The Bridge from Your Dreams to Your Destiny. Again, this is a book you must get your hands on. You're going to find out more about where you can get it, again, but Amazon, but they'll be sharing more information later, more about getting you that book into your hands. And we'll be right back after the
0: break. Again, that's one eight six six four seven two five seven nine five, 472 5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success.
1: Well, welcome back, everyone. If you're just joining us again, uh, we are uh, with Mark Victor Hansen and his wife, Crystal Dwyer Hansen. Again, we're talking about Ask the Bridge from Your Dreams to Your Destiny. Again, this is the name of their book. And again, if you are just joining us, you can listen to the first part of this show in its entirety later today here on demand here at the Voice America Influencers Channel or again at our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. Again, uh, we highly encourage you that you go back and listen. There was a lot of nuggets that both Mark and Crystal had shared here and there is more to come. So we're glad that you're here with us. So with that being said, you know, we were really talking about, you know, some of the the main points of from the book about you know you know the art of asking, uh, Mark and Crystal, can you share you know a little bit more about the process and then maybe share some you know some examples of of this and you know and how this could help people that are listening uh, make you know de- you know make certain changes that will help them in their lives and their in their
2: businesses. I'll let Crystal do some of the principles and I'll just do one of the stories that really galvanizes this. That'll it's be great. guy you might know is Jim Stovall. I don't know if you know him or not, but Jim Stovall, you know, is an amazing man. But Jim Stovall at 19 was going to be a superstar athlete. He was ready. He was prepared. He gets recruited by the NFL and they check him out. And the doctor said, I'm sorry, kid, I've never said this thing, but you're going to be totally blind in six months. Well, now he's self-incarcerated in a little nine by 12 room with a radio, a TV, and a telephone. And he's grumbling, right? All of us could do that. And all of us, some of us do that nowadays. So His parents finally say, Jimmy, go down down to the blind people's meeting. You know, you're big, you're strong, you're fast, but you're not going to do yourself any good lockdown. So he goes there, and he's listening. It is another echo chamber, but he sits next to this woman, and he says, you know, I've always loved watching movies and like to see people throw a right hook. Somebody ought to do something about that. She asked a profound question that fits everything we've been talking about. She hits him in the ribs and says, wait a second. We're somebody. Why can't we do something? Well, long story very short, they created – narrative tv which is seen by 14 million people a day so it's a big streaming service but sighted people don't even know that it exists and then we interviewed him and he finished with one story he, as a blind guy he says i now write books i can't read and he wrote the ultimate gift which everyone ought to read and watch and then he says and i now make movies i can't watch and if you haven't seen the ultimate gift on netflix you ought to see it it just is amazing and he made a 100 million dollars but he said he did that because he, he wrote, called me and said, would you endorse the book? And I know I endorsed it, wrote the four, but I said, everybody's got to see this. This is so clear to me. It should be a movie. it made him a $100 million. So it's really clear <laughs> that you out of adversity, you take adversity. That's the point. Questions and asking takes adversity and turns it into advantage. Uh, I, that's a great story, Jim. And I'm looking forward to
1: what Crystal's going to share with the principal. but You made some great points about, again, he took a, a major obstacle, something that, Changed, it changed his life, and you know, in this way, it looked like in a very negative way. But you know, by asking questions and so on, he found that grit and that mental toughness to persevere and put and change it into a positive. And I mean, look and look what's happened. I mean, from what you shared, I mean, it's phenomenal what you, we can do in when we have challenging situations by asking questions and how we can shift that from a negative to a positive over a period of time. It's just. We have to embrace that process. So, thank you for sharing that. So, Crystal, what are what would be some principles you like to expand on to what Mark talked about, and you know how this relates to the the power of asking?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And Mark's exactly right. I mean, when we have difficulty or troubles in our lives, we can either get on that slippery slippery slope to where we just cascade further downward, or we can make a conscious decision to sit with ourselves and ask the right questions that will start to move us forward in the right direction. So we say, as Mike, as Mark mentioned before, um, the three channels through which to ask are ask yourself, ask others and ask God. And we teach that in the book, but you know, that it all starts with that. um, Ask yourself part. It's that self-reflective journey. And that's what we're, we're telling people, you know, take that time with yourself in the morning or evening, whenever it works out and sit there with a journal, your, your asking journal, and um, we say there. Are, you know, people say, "Well, what questions should I ask?" We give so many examples of questions that will move you forward in the book. But really, it's we say there are three critical phases of asking yourself, and those are: where am I now? Is the first phase because everything starts with understanding where you are, and often we try to solve our problems without that understanding. And so, until we take that deeper dive and ask. Where am I now? What's working? What's not working? Am I happy? Am I miserable? And why? You know, you will start to take this journey that will reveal all those answers to you and get you set up for the next phase, which is, okay, where am I now is the is the first phase. Second is, where do I want to be? I mean, honestly, Chris, in my, with my coaching clients, so few people ever ponder that question. Mm. They just keep, you know, reeling through life, kind of miserable or half happy or, just sort of okay, and never take the time to say, what do I really want? Where do I want to be? Where am I now? Where do I want to be? And all the little questions that come under that. And Mark and I always say, ask that, during that phase, ask through your imagination. We say Mm -hmm. go to the nth degree, say, where do I want to be? Imagine your greatest scenario in your career. Imagine your greatest scenario in your relationships. Imagine your greatest scenario in your health and wellness. And imagine your greatest scenario with your life purpose, because those are all the areas that we talked about in the book. And then from that nth degree of perfect success, happiness, everything you want, start asking yourself the questions. What am I doing every day? Who is important to me every day? Who am I talking to every day in this perfect scenario? How many clients do I have? What do they do? How are they responding? What is it that they're responding to about what i the service or the product that i'm offering and you can start in that way to engineer your perfect life backwards and it's just it's remarkable i mean we're the only animal that has imagination we're the only animal that every if you think about it every single thing every wonderful thing in this world has come from a human being's imagination and you know it's said we're created in the creator's image well there you go we get to create that's why it's important to create deliberately and decisively and not go on the slippery slope, take that time with yourself and create from the absolute best scenario. And then the third phase of that, Chris, is so it's where am I now? Where do I want to be? And what specific steps do I need to take? What actions do I need to take to get there? Because you need to take, put your asking journey into action. You can't get all these answers and illuminations that will start to come and then just sit on the couch. You need to, when you get that illumination, you need to, when you think of that person, pick up the phone right then and call them. You know, when, when you see that company that has the solution to what you were just thinking of, pursue it, follow it up. When you think of that person that could mentor you, go after it. You know, take these steps because pretty soon you'll see yourself start to cross that bridge to your destiny.
1: No, those are excellent points. And, you you know, and what I love of the fact is like you a lot of times what people don't realize is, they don't put themselves into the equation, you know, and that could be like their confidence, their fear, because you, like you said, we do co-create with our creator, you know, that, that we, that we have to imagine it and dream it and ask ourselves and then trust that process of those things that are beyond our control, which you, which you illustrated so well. And I, and when, to Mark's point, when he talked about earlier, when he kicked off Uh, talking about Henry Ford. I mean, I'm sure Henry Ford did this with the automobile and all the other things that he did. I mean, he had to ask himself personally before he went out and started asking other people because he didn't do it himself, right? He had other people, engineers, people that he worked with to make that happen, just like all the great innovators of our time. Uh, Same thing. So, uh, no, powerful stuff. So, what would be some things that you could share with the audience and those that will be listening, you know, after, you know, when it's on the podcast version, what would be some of the things that people can, you know, take the steps to start asking in a better way, like some ways to build up to that? Because people are at different levels of where they're at with their confidence and self-esteem and so on.
2: Yeah. By the way, I love your question as it emboldens people because self-confidence is inside out. So in 1974, I'd been in graduate school with the smartest guy on the planet, Bucky Fuller, and I thought I should be him, and I was building geodesic domes in New York, uh, doing $2 million in my early 20s, and thought I was hot stuff. I built Wall Street records, love botanical <laughs> gardens, aviaries, houses, and all of a sudden, I was building out of plastic, PVC, polyvinyl chloride, wrong time. Arabs came along and said, we can write checks, I you bigger your banks of bounce. Well, I crashed and burned, and it was my best-worst experience long-term, but short-term, I said, Oh my God, what if I go bankrupt? I ended up checking a book out of the library, how to go bankrupt by yourself. And I did. <laughs> I'm sleeping <laughs> out in front of another guy's room for six months. And this applies to everybody listening because we've gone through the most adversity ever. We're in a cocoon. And I was in this cocoon and scared. And And what I learned then, and I'm teaching and sharing right now, is that you've got to go deep inside in that secret place of the most high. And you say, what is my right livelihood? Back to the questions that Crystal was asking. And I said, Finally, after six months of, of thinking maybe I'm not worthy of staying alive and want to slash my risk because I'm so despondent, disconsolate, and depressed, and I said, well, wait a second. I really want to talk to people that care about things that matter that would make a life-transforming difference, and I go to my – I'm living in Hicksville, Long Island, New York. Things are mm-hmm. not good at this juncture. And I asked my three roommates, do any of you guys know a young speaker who's not a cotton top, not a lawyer, not a doctor, not a Broadway celebrity, not a movie star or something? that's making money. And the guy says, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a guy named Chip Collins out here in Hopog Long Island, New York. Here's my ticket. I mean, it was mystical. It was magical. It was (laughs) extraordinary. But remember, I asked, because you got to ask yourself, I knew what I wanted to do. I want to be a professional speaker. I asked my colleagues, they're my three roommates, and I run out there, meet this guy. He wows the audience for three hours. He's a few years older than me. And I said, can I buy your lunch? And I want to do what you do. He said, "Look, kid, the chance you're making it is one in a thousand. You're not going to make it. But I'll tell you what to do: if you stay out of the real estate business, I own the three five boroughs of New York. You do life insurance, and I'll give you the questions. But you're not going. I won't see you again. I'm going on vacation for two weeks. I'll never see you again." Well, he came back, and I had more talks. I had 28 talks in the first three years. I did a thousand talks a year, and and only Tony Robbins and I, when we were chatting one time, said that we each did a thousand talks a year the first three years, because that's what I wanted. That was my magnificent obsession. And I'd ask myself, I'd ask God, and he revealed it. And then I asked my roommates and got it pulled off. And any one of us can ask ourselves. And, and if you read our book, ask the bridge from your dreams, your destiny, you're going to really understand how to ask yourself at the depth of your soul and mind and heart. And you're going to ask others with great confidence. I'll your your question a second ago. And then you're going to know we teach how to ask God. So you really get profound answers. Wow,
1: that's great. How about you, Crystal? What, what would you like to expand on on what Mark said there?
3: Well, you know, I I wanted to go back for a second. You know, we all come into this world so perfect as, as little children. We're so you know uncorrupted. We come into this world as perfect master askers. We want we continually ask who, what, when, where, why. We're infinitely curious. We're not ashamed to be curious. We're not ashamed not to know. And we also ask for more, more and more, right? And over time, depending on how we were parented, how we were schooled, how we were, um, you know, treated at our jobs and our work, all of those things, basic life rejection, over time, that beautiful, natural ability to ask gets crushed out of us, so many of us. And very soon, as adults, we're, we're standing there, you know, ashamed to not have all the answers already. We're ashamed to ask because we don't want to look stupid that we don't have all the answers, or we don't want to be rejected. We're scared to death. And um, it's just so important to take this asking journey back to that beautiful part of yourself that's still in there, that knows how to be this amazing master asker. And that's what we're just super excited about, encouraging people, mentoring people, we're going to be um, developing some courses because we feel like this topic is so worthy of a dive, mm-hmm. and we're super excited about this course that we're creating right now. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, we love to hear about people's journeys too. You know, the, the letters we get are, are really like gold for me because um, for both of us, because, you know, when you have someone write to you and say, this brought me back from my hopelessness, you know, I am ready to move forward again. Thank you for helping me understand that this was inside of me and that I can take this journey. Um, You know, there's nothing more important than that. Uh, One thing I wanted to add, uh, just um, from the perspective of science, you know, a lot of studies have been done about asking and everyone coming into the studies really kind of has that same feeling that... If they ask someone a question, ask for help, advice, information, or just, you know, assistance with doing something, that they'll be perceived as being ignorant, stupid, uninformed, or um, pushy or obnoxious. And all the studies reveal just the opposite. Mm. That if you're just willing to put yourself out there, there's an 80% more likely chance that someone actually will grant your request. And it, those are high odds. So, you know, we're just saying... Um, I don't know if I have time to tell this little story. To oh, me. no,
1: you got we have about uh, we have about two a little over two minutes to the next okay. break. You, you got you're good.
3: So really quickly, one of my favorite stories in the book is Lynn Marquis. She came out of graduate school um, wanting to go into the nonprofit space. She, she created right right away. She created this beautiful camp for um, disadvantaged children. Um, it was pretty expensive because it was going to be a long term summer camp. Those, you know, because their parents couldn't afford it. And um, they needed those options too. So she finally got an appointment with the richest woman in her city who controlled a large family trust. Mm. And the day she went to the woman's office, she said she was so scared that she was visibly shaking. She, she couldn't even hide it. She literally was quivering. So she just fessed up and said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm so honored to meet with you. I'm just really nervous right now. And of course, the woman was really kind and understanding. She's like, don't worry about it. Tell me what you have. So they sat down on her... Chairs, And she explained, you know, the camp, how wonderful it was for the kids, all the benefits and advantages that it would give to them. And the woman said, okay, so now how much are you asking for? And then she got nervous again. Like Lynn got so choked up. She said, I literally started stuttering. She goes, I'm, I'm asking for $5,000 $5, because that's how much it costs um, to put a kid through. And the woman said, okay, but how many kids do you have? Because I'd like to sponsor them all. <laughs> she was and she goes, Oh, tell me what that amount was. And Lynn goes, I don't know. I never even thought of that. Do you have a calculator? So this woman underwrote the whole thing. The point of it is Lynn was terrified the entire time. Sometimes we have to step on our fear and crush it yeah. with courage. It's still going to be there, but crush, it, with crush courage, it. Cause you never know who's going to be that person who goes way beyond fulfilling your request.
1: That is so true. I mean, like you said, you, gotta, you just got to trust that process. Again, you know, I always say, control what you can. And if you don't do it, and, then, and you got to do it when, when you don't want to do it. And I, you illustrated so well. And I love what Mark shared about from his personal story, you know, illustrates that so spot on because, you know, he could have allowed fear to hold him back. And he did not And I mean, and this is what, who he is today. So, yeah.
2: so once, once you learn how to ask and everybody listening has got to get a copy of our book, please, and, and read it because you'll learn how to ask to yep. expand your opportunities, your promotions, yep. your recognition, your self-confidence, your self-esteem, and your whole life will blossom before you and your road will become smooth, beautiful, and perfect if you learn to become what we're calling a master asker.
1: I love it. Well, we got we're going to be asking more questions. We got to go to break and again, we're here with Mark Victor Hansen and Crystal Dwyer Hansen. We got more to come. We'll be right back after the break.
0: What is balance? Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success.
1: Welcome back to Sustainable Success. Again, we're here with Mark Victor Hansen and his wife, Crystal Dwyer Hansen. Again, we're talking about Ask, the bridge from your dreams to your destiny. And again, today's show is being brought to you by Alumni Direct. Again, you can find out more information about what they're doing as they're building social community to bring together alumni from universities, colleges, fraternities, sororities, businesses, anything with an alumni attached to it. Check them out at myalumnidirect.com. Again, uh, they're uh, building some great communities over there and check them out. So getting back, uh, you know, Mark, you had shared your story in the last segment, which was, you know, quite powerful and, and really illustrates the power of asking and everything that you share in the book. Crystal, can you share your story and how this relates to what we're talking about today? I always find that our guest stories are just so moving and powerful and connecting and relating to others that are listening or will be listening later.
3: Sure, Chris. I think, um, you know, one of my most powerful asking pivot stories (laughs) was when um, I was actually very young. I was one of those kids who found high school to be very easy. So I decided to accelerate my curriculum and graduate at age 16 and marry my boyfriend who was five years older than I. So just a week after my 17th birthday, I married him. Um, Not a great life plan. (laughs) So two two and a half years later, I find myself in a new city, no family, no friends, baby on my hip, divorced, and absolutely no idea how I'm going to support myself. So I did the only thing I could think of at the time, and that was to apply for food stamps. So I remember going to the grocery store, standing there ready to exchange my diapers and groceries for those food stamps the first time. And as I got ready to do that, um, it was like for a second, I just had this incredible epiphany. Um, Time stood still for me, and I felt like this light was shining on my head. And this question dropped into my mind. And the first one was, how did I get here? Followed by a second question to myself, are you doing everything you can to get out of this situation? Or are you taking the easy way out? I literally, that question fell into my brain, and it was like busted. I knew okay. instantly the answer. I knew I wasn't doing everything I could, and I was probably taking the easy way out. So I had such a like a psychological, emotional pivot in that moment was I was handing those food stamps over to the cashier. I was feeling like a different person. I was like, this will not be my future. I probably looked a little fierce to her, you know, just like, here you go. I went back to my little apartment where I was getting eviction notices every month. And I'm like, I don't have any answers, but I have questions. So I started asking myself, where can I go to work tomorrow? Who would hire me? What can I do? Um, I had heard on the radio about, you know, temporary services agencies, like Kelly services. So I called them up. I said, how do I apply? How do I get jobs with you guys? Um, You know, they asked me about my experience. Fortunately, I had worked, you know, through high school. I worked at my dad's law firm. I worked at a clothing store i worked at taco time when i was 14 years old i told him i was 15 and uh so i had a little bit of experience <laughs> and i started you know accepting all these jobs they would call you and say do you want this it lasts a week it lasts four days whatever i was doing all these different things like filling in an attorney's offices and working at conventions and sales you know that would come through town and uh just things like that you know setting up booths at malls it's kind of creative um And I just started enjoying it. I started learning so much about myself and realizing I really love business, especially sales, and that I really love people. I loved working with people. And so I made a decision from there um, to – I actually had registered for two more temporary services agencies because I figured I'd get a better choice of jobs. So I saved enough money to put myself through real estate school. Got my real estate license. And in the meantime, someone approached me and said, hey, you should do some modeling. So I'm like, what do I have to lose? I'll go ask them to sign me. Went to the biggest modeling agency in town and asked them. Unfortunately, they did. You know, um, I really didn't have any experience. But um, anyhow, fast forward a year and a half later from that moment that I was turning those food stamps over to the cashier. I'm now working for the top um, home builder and in our, in our valley. I become the number one realtor at our company and I'm also getting residuals from television commercials that I did because I, through the modeling agency, I did some commercials and they went national and so I had to join Screen Actors Guild and my son and I had these incredible benefits. We had all our insurances paid for and it was just like I was living a completely different reality at that point and I would often reflect, Chris, what happened in that moment and how did this change so drastically? Cause it would have been so easy for me to slide into my pity and my misery. And I, am just really thankful that I was able to ask myself kind of the tough question, you know, because sometimes I think we have to parent ourselves. You know, no one else is going to do it. Are you doing the best you can? Are you taking the easy way out? And, and also we have to have the courage to answer our questions honestly and um, it was just a huge lesson for me that I've reflected on in my life so many times.
1: Wow, that's powerful. I, I always find that you know that we you know our stories. We we not only do we learn for ourselves, but it it just so helps so many people. And when we can be transparent, I feel when people feel related to and understood, they're more likely now to kind of get out of their comfort zone. And and I think both of you illustrated that today, helping people to do that. So uh, that carries I me mean, to the next question. You, this was one of, the, one of the things you talked about asking, about asking God. And, you know, a lot of times people, you know, we talk about asking ourselves and so on. But let's talk about asking God and, and how, a little bit more specific, how that plays a role in this whole process
2: that you illustrate in the book. So, so what happens is every one of us has a destiny. And that's why the subtitle of the book is Ask! Exclamation mark the bridge from your dreams to your destiny because everyone's got a destiny and it's a great destiny. And a lot of us, because I said, you know, we've been in this cocoon and people have been shut down and scared and locked down and not able to move around and socialize and all that. They're going, Oh my gosh, why am I worthy? Do I have any results? And and so what we are teaching is that you got to go to sleep, but right before you go to sleep, go 400 times, push back sleep, and go into that somnambulistic stupor and say 400 times, God, what's your destiny for me? 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 Now, a couple times in my life that has hit when Jack and I wanted to sell chicken soup and now obviously we've sold 500 million copies and still selling like crazy. And We've got two movies coming out, all kinds of good stuff. But it came from the same thing. When Jack and I did not have the right title, and I chatted with Dr. Canfield yesterday on the phone at Great Link, but (laughs) we didn't have the right title. We went to our respective homes knowing this little question, and and we said, mega best-selling title. God, give us a mega best-selling title. God, give us a mega best-selling title. And he calls me at 258. That is before the cell phone, so the whole house had to wake up, you know, and you're afraid. (laughs) All the phones are ringing in the house, yeah. Yeah, you're afraid the neighbor's calling and saying, hey, your house is on fire, wake up, get up, or your kids are sick, or somebody in the family died, but I pick up the phone, Jack said, chicken soup, I said, for the soul, I said, and we both got goosebumps, now goosebumps is one of our corroborations of truth, some people call it goosebumps, god bumps, chili bumps, earlier in my career, after I was bankrupt, as I talked about I went into my deeper innermost and I knew that I wanted to make 100 grand a year and that's $400 a day, 250 work days. And the difference between 100,000 and a million is one zero. Mm-hmm. If you when some the richest salesman Ben Feldman said, if your kids life depended on it, could you make 4,000 a day? I said absolutely. So, you start saying 4,000 a day, but back then in 1974, I said $400. I'm going to make 400. God help me, God make 400, 400, 400, 400, 400. Well, again, in the middle of the night, I wake up and and a name came to me that I'd never heard before, Bill Widener, and it said State Mutual, and, and I knew the law. The law was the minute it comes to you, you've got to write it down, so I, I turned on the light, wrote it down. Next day, I'm out co-calling. Like I said, I was doing the insurance business, and I was doing metropolitan insurance here, but the building was owned by State Mutual, a company I'd never heard of before, and it said Bill Widener, and I went, holy cow, because your mind is attached to the one big mind. God's a mainframe computer. You and I are many frames off the mainframe, metaphorically speaking. And and so you have available infinite intelligence, each and every one of us in a perfect memory and a perfect mind, if you'll use it, but you've got to program it positively and correctly before you go to sleep. Well, I go in the office, there's nobody at the front desk. I go straight back to what it appears to me the general manager's office, he's in there. He thinks I'm trying to get a job selling life insurance. I do my little sales presentation at that guy I told you about, Chip Collins. In Within five minutes, he said he was so – I was so excited and enthused. He was so happy to write me a check for $400. He said, I didn't even know if you were coming back to do the seminars, but <laughs> you sure were happy. So I was glad to write you a check because you just made me feel more ebullient, more buoyant, and more positive. This – Technology works for everyone will work it. You gotta ask God, what is it you're gonna to do to manifest your greatness, to be who you're supposed to be, do what you're supposed to do, and have what you're supposed to have. But it's all prefaced with the one thing that we're teaching in this book. Ask. you got to ask yourself, ask others, and ask God and be confident. And if you don't believe you could be confident, all you gotta do is believe that Crystal, Mark, and Chris believes that you've got confidence in you to just emerge into your greatness. Would you agree with that, Chris?
1: I agree 100%. I I always say, like I said, you know, it's a process and you're not going to be, you know, where you want to be right away. You just got to start where where you're at and move forward. And I noticed even my own development when I was, you know, when I was rock bottom and my self-esteem was in the gutter, that I had to take one step at a time in the moment moving forward. And each time my confidence got more and more and more but from a place of of being grateful and humble, not from arrogance, and and it just really impacted me in a way to, to really in, in, you know engage people and ask questions, and instead of uh, you know being reserved and you know not asking. So I want to thank you both for sh- taking your time today, sharing these, this valuable information with all of us and the audience and people that will be listening later and throughout uh, when this podcast is is on demand. So I wanted to let people know, like, more about, okay, where they can get the book and some more information on what you're going to be doing from the book that people can get involved with, you know, once that's available or, or is available.
3: Yeah, so we'd love you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm at um, Crystal Dwyer Hansen, and Mark, of course, is Mark Victor Hansen, um, because we're going to be putting out a lot of stuff. And so we want that's the way we can stay in touch with everyone. Also, you can go to our websites and and opt in. Um, Crystal Vision Life is my website. And, um, of course, Mark Victor Hansen is his. And we have a couple gifts that we have on our website. So take advantage of those. Um, But the best place to get the book is Amazon, of course. It'll come really quickly. And uh, stay in touch with us. Message us on Facebook. We'd love to hear you. Ask the Bridge from Your Dreams to Your Destiny We want to know that you are fully engaged in your asking journey and that your life is moving forward in the most amazing way possible for 2021.
2: And we want to help you because we've created askthebookclub.com. It is free as a resource to everybody. If you go to Ask the Book Club, you get to interface live with Crystal and 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 we'll do a Zoom call and you'll get to see us. We'll get to see you. We'll hear your questions because we really... Uh, you know, we've been doing these podcasts literally around the world since the book came out april twenty eighth this year last year. and And we want to assist everyone. We want to elevate everyone. And if you want to be inspired, we're here to inspire. If you want to be de-inspired, go talk to somebody else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: you two have been i mean,
1: I've now there's been no better way to kick off this new year with and with our show, you know, with you two on here, and I want to thank you both for being here from the bottom of my heart and everyone. Here at Sustainable Success and Voice America. Thank you so much. And guests, we want to thank you for taking the time to join us here or will be joining us later. And again, we highly encourage you to listen to this episode with Mark and Crystal, a lot of great information. Make sure you check out their websites, get your hands on the book. There's more to come about, you know, with asking and take advantage of a lot of the different resources that they're going to be able to provide for you. And that also goes for the companies out there that listen to us as well. And with that being said, I want to thank both of you and and guests. We wish you a great rest of your week, and we'll see you
0: next Thursday. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.